share life stories of various individuals to inspire and educate. You're listening to Anecdotes, a podcast hosted by two millennials, Timothy and Vance. Thank you for joining us on this learning journey. Let's discover our why together. Welcome to episode 31 of Anecdotes, a show where we share inspiring stories and learn how to become better each day, one anecdote at a time. I'm Vance, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Timothy. For this episode, Tim shared his experience with journaling and meditation and how reflecting on his actions and inactions helped his work performance and life. Listen on for more. Our opening and closing music is by Joachim Karut. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or anywhere podcasts are found. Um, so, over the past few weeks, uh, you mentioned in one of the episodes, you decided to start journaling every day on your diary to to see whether you have um, achieved certain stuff or what are the rights and what are the wrongs that you did. So how has that turned out for you? I realized that um, every day is a bit overkill because I'm probably not at that, at that level where I have important decisions to make every single day. <laughs> but on a weekly basis, I do make certain important decisions. So what I used to write every day more like a summary of the day. I reduce it to like every few days or whenever I have something that is important to me that is happening. Then mm. I'll just jot it down so that I remember. And I'll reflect on the decisions. So it could be spending a few hours on write, on drafting a cover letter for a job. Mm. Or it could be spending a few hours working on an idea that could help my friend or the business that we're trying to build that kind of thing. Mm. And then I reflect on some of the decisions that I make in social situations. So those are just some of the things that I reflect on. And well, it, it kind of helped me frame things better. You know, you, we mentioned before that we must always stop. Not just constantly go ahead, go ahead, but stop and think back about mm. how decisions reflect, learn. It's a more of a review kind of thing where, you know, instead of just going through the motions which I'm guilty of, you know. Um, a friend of mine pointed out to me that I have always been, okay, uh, this is where I'm lacking, and then I go and try and do it. Okay. And then when I failed, it was never uh, like, if why did I fail? Usually when I fail, I just, okay, I failed, I tried. <laughs> then let's move on to the next thing. Yeah, and then it? I'll oh, just okay. forget about it. Then I realized that didn't help. I mean, I've been trying a lot of things, different things, but I still didn't achieve what I wanted. But I never stopped to think, why is this not working out? You know, I just let it stood that way. So in the past, in the four or five years ago, it was inaction. Okay. Because I didn't even want to get started. Because I know that what's the point? I I felt like what's the point? I know I'm gonna fail, or you know, there's no point uh, changing this. You feel like you already can predict the future, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't bother. Just came up with excuses. But now, it's it's not that I'm not trying. I tried. But the thing that's hindering my success is actually not figuring out. What was the root cause? So, mm. yeah, and I, I felt like 
Wow. You know, I wouldn't have understood this if it wasn't for the talk that I had with my friend. And then realized that, you know, it's very, very important to, you know, it's important to try, okay? I'm not saying it's not important to try. You need to try and then figure out did you succeed or not? And not just keep trying different ways. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out, okay, what went wrong? And then think of a solution or, you know, something else. Like, why why did you fail? Once you know how you fail, then you should go and figure out a way to succeed. Uh. I, I think it reminds me of, uh, you know, I'm not sure whether you've, came across something something where uh okay maybe Rubik's Cube is quite a, is, is quite a good example okay. Rubik's Cube right there is actually a formula to solving it right mm. but then when we just got a Rubik's Cube when we were very young I'm mm. not sure whether you've played with Rubik's yes. Cube before we keep trying and then it just gets worse and worse yeah right <laughs> yeah oh. and we don't we don't we don't we don't go and find out why it's getting worse how to make it is there any certain kind of technique yeah. or the logic behind it I think that's a very good example. Like most of us, how how we tackle problems, mm. we tackle it without a proper plan. A strategy, in place. no strategy. No strategy, and there's no review plan. Even when the strategy mm. fails, I think yes. that's the. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, an interesting analogy. Yeah, it totally sums how I approach things, and I decided that that's the I things needed to change. Okay, I can't just keep trying banging the walls <laughs> banging the different 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 walls all the time um, that's why I asked you how is your journaling how did your journaling mm. go and well you you say you do it a few uh, once every few days or once every week yeah, yeah. once every week um, on the contrary because you said that uh, you don't have like major decisions well, on the contrary I feel like Every single little thing I do is a major decision for me. Like, for example, how do I speak to person A? How do I speak to person B? Okay. Mm-hmm. How did I make person A feel? Um, okay, for example, if I wanted, you know, to make person A feel comfortable, did I make him feel comfortable? Then if I wanted to motivate person B, did I make person B feel motivated? Okay, if I didn't, why? So now I'm trying to cultivate this habit of, you know, always asking myself, what is it that went wrong? Like, I realize, I don't think I have the desire to win as badly as other people do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, it was something that since young, I think. I never really wanted to win as badly as the other guy. I was probably easily contented, I think. So, it felt like, let's say if you were to to race with someone mm. who supposedly has lesser physical strength than you or physical mm. endurance, and then if you were to lose, you don't really question why you lose. Yeah, I was just... But rather you just be like, oh, okay, Yes, that that was me. I mean, that still, I'm still that person, I think. And lately, I I think I'm trying to cultivate this habit of, 
you know, someone's better than me. Why? If he can do it, then there's supposedly a reason why I can do it as well. On how I can do it. When, but you're but you're not talking about every single thing, right? You're just talking about the things that you're trying to achieve. Yes. And if someone, someone who is in a different position, but have similar similarities with your position, if that person can do it, why can't you? Mm. Or rather, if a human being can do it, mm. it means that every other human being should be able to do it. Of course, there are certain limitations, but the possibility is there. Yeah. Right, you don't just oh, okay. I just, I tried. Let's yeah. move on to the next thing. You're not gonna do that anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's the different stages. Different I'm not, stages. Yeah, like because from the past, where it was inaction. Okay. Yep. Now it was action. Okay. But not purposeful action. Yeah. <laughs> so the next step probably is purposeful action. As you pointed out correctly. And I'm still trying to grasp this new way. Because ultimately, I think that's what the growth mindset is about. Yeah. Because there's no fixed trait. And even though I, I encourage people to read it, I feel that I have not really grasped the full idea of the growth mindset. Yeah, I think I I forgot who said this before, but one of the one one of the famous authors he mentioned that he or she mentioned before that you cannot expect to read a book and expect a book to change your life. It can't be one single book that will change your life. Mm. Whenever someone says that this single book changed my life completely, it's usually either exaggeration or he or she doesn't realize that there are, there are probably many other things, many other experiences, mm. not just books, maybe articles, mm. speeches, everything, that led up to this point and maybe the book is just a turning point. Maybe it was just the trigger yeah. of accumulation of other things. So, maybe, even though you read The Growth Mindset, you got 10% out of it. But mm. then after you read other books, maybe The Habit Book, maybe Ryan Holidays, Ego is the Enemy and everything. And then suddenly you realize that, you know, there are certain kinds of similarities between mm. the concepts and the ideas they talk about in the books. Yeah. And then suddenly you get to understand the idea behind the growth mindset more and now you're trying to apply it. Mm. Yeah. Probably. And I feel I extract the most value not really through books, but through my conversations with people. I feel mm. like I learn more and I retain more of the information when speaking to other people. Maybe I'm just wired that way. I think more, I think everyone is wired it to 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 the extent in some ways because mm. there's this personal touch, I think. And you mentioned before, right? Was it the last episode, like previous few episodes oh. mentioned before that, um, uh, you you need to teach someone mm. to be able to understand the whatever that yeah, you studied I, before you even meant, better. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, what I meant was, if you are able to teach someone, it means you have fully grasped the idea well enough. Yeah, and I think the discussion between 
to people mm. can slowly help you also. I mean, it's not just like I teach you, you teach me, but yeah. rather maybe let's say both of us read, read the same book and then we talk about the the different kinds of connections that we make with the book's ideas yeah. and then we bounce ideas off each other and there are certain things that you got from the book that I didn't get and there are certain things that I yeah. got from the book you didn't get and then we exchange ideas. It's true. Right? Mm. Because, well, it's impossible to understand the entire book's ideas just within like one or two reads or three reads even. That's true. But, uh, yeah. Sorry, what do you want to say? No, I, I wanted to admit that I didn't, I don't really fully grasp the <laughs> entire entirety of Carol Dweck's yeah. <laughs> you know point of the mindset book the growth mindset book because she talks about a lot of things right and although she has her critics because mm. she critics of the mindset book mm. say that she, uh, she, she used a very shallow kind of way of approaching the whole idea mm. but I think they're missing the point because by presenting this kind of data, even though it's not supported by a lot of years of research and everything, but it is still substantial. It is still substantial to a certain extent that she's able to prove that there is a possibility that people can actually grow out of their so-called fixed traits that they thought mm. used to be fixed. Yeah. Right. It's it's the it's really about the idea rather than the research that backs up the idea. Sometimes. True. I mean, for me, the greatest or the only takeaway that I've gotten from that book was just never give up, I think. <laughs> never give up if you have uh, like there's, a certain plan. There's a way you can achieve success. One is by never giving up, okay? And two is that you just need to keep trying. Okay, that's never giving up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so to me, it's just not giving up. Because <laughs> it will take practice. Yeah, which is why I guess you know you know there's so many different ways of interpreting, and there are so many other books that can that that in some ways hinges on the idea of the growth mindset. Right, there are some connections you can make with certain books, mm. even though even though they they are not referenced with each other and everything, but the idea behind it, I mean, the book in itself is an inspiration already to tell you that it is possible and it did help many people. Yeah. So, I guess it is true that certain research that Carol Dweck used in the, in her book is questionable and I, I've read articles that, you know, dig up certain research that she actually used in the book that is not exactly accurate. Mm. But I think that the fact that she wrote the book and she talked about it and she you know she shared she shared it in a tech talk also right and all these things that she done right she inspired many people she showed that she showed people that uh there are there are people there are other people out there who are worse off than you who could do it so why not you why can't you it's a matter of you know you just need to put in slightly more effort or a lot more effort mm. but you can do it yeah but uh, at the end of the day like you said, there should be three lessons. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's really... So the first lesson, obviously, is 
to try first. I think that's where I start. I, you know, I think you, I've said it already. The first one is inaction. Yeah. You should combat that inaction and just get started. Yeah. Okay, you try. So, that's the first one. The second one is you need to, when you try and you fail, you need to access where you went wrong. Okay, and then the third one is to go and try again, but this time with a proper strategy, a proper plan, a purposeful action. Hmm. Mm. I think I think another way of another interesting way of looking at it. Mm. I mean, this this could be a content disease or something like that because okay, recently I've been taking an analytics course, Google an analytics course. So the first step, you have to write something, right? And then publish up. Hmm. But you don't know whether it's good or not. So you have analytics to tell you that are people dropping off? Or are people still engaging for content? How many people come, in, come into your website and read? And then that's the assessing part. And you don't, you don't just write one article, of course. You write a few articles. And then you see the articles that failed. Or if it's all the articles that failed, then of course, you know, you need to reassess your hmm. approach to writing and everything. So that's the second part where you fail or you don't fail or you, you're you not that successful as you expect it mm. to be. So you assess it, look at the data. Mm. And then using the data to inform your decisions to write something new mm. or to produce something new. And then you stick to that strategy until you come up with a better strategy to produce even better content. Mm. Right, that's, 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 that's dawn on me, so. Yeah, I mean, that's your thing you know you can um either listen or read something and then relate it to your point of view or yeah. a way where you can internalize it by um getting different examples and then putting it into the places and then that helps you not only in your thinking mm. but your writing as well because yeah. you're not Exactly copying. Okay, you are just... <laughs> reframing it. Reframing it. And I think that's a, a skill that you have developed um, over your years of writing. Or perhaps that is your style. Um, I realize that your strength is you're able to give... Make the idea more relatable. Yeah, yeah. I guess. This, that's what I feel that's your strength in writing. It's not that... I'm not saying that you're not creative or your or your ideas <laughs> are unoriginal, but I, I think that's your strength. You can use what people are writing and come up with your own version of it. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, if if you want a simpler analogy, then there's then the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. that's it. Yeah, right. thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. That's it. Thank you for staying until the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this, share this with your friends and tag us on Instagram or Facebook to connect with us. We'd appreciate any sort of feedback. Be sure to check out the show notes at theanecdotes.net. T H E A N E C D O T E S.net. 
Thank you once again. <laughs>